You're listening to a Flawless Noises Media Network production. Welcome to another episode of the Ratchet Ramblings Podcast, your favorite black reality TV show shit-talking podcast. I am Jeremy, and for this week, I will be a.k.a. Brother Batter, because Brother Nature, you tried it. And I'll throw it to my friends and my co-hosts. Uh, hey, everybody. It's Candace. Uh, I don't have any a.k.a.s this week, you can find me on all social media, not so newly with PC. Um... Y'all are, you know what? Never mind. I, I don't. Nope. Sometimes you get your ass whooped, and mm. that just be mm. that. But y'all motherfuckers, you ain't not defying Kangaroo Jack. I tell you what. Uh, so again, I don't think he deserved his ass whooped. But let me say this: this the same little motherfucker who, in his early adulthood was anti-black than a motherfucker. I, mm. Like, I don't wish it on him, but I also do not care that he might have got his ass whooped for doing the most. Like, yeah. that's right. kind of where I'm at with it. Especially um, after but that surveillance see, footage came out. To see all them black people talking about police, police, mm. child. Mm. I wish y'all had the same the energy for people that look like y'all. Um, who are marginalized and could use that kind of support. But alas, mm. niggas is going to nig. Uh, well, actually, it was women because the niggas was like, sometimes you get your ass beat and life goes <laughs> on. <laughs> well, I mean, it was, it, I, was, the, it, was, it was the black women. Oh, my God, all he do is have a big dick and talk to animals. Well, you got a big knot inside his head, I tell you what. Okay, that's enough. Well, Beyonce <laughs> is here, everybody. Um, I'm I wanna Pharaoh give a big... this week. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm ready to sit in the cut and let y'all. <laughs> I, I just want to give a, a. Let's see how long they go. <laughs> I just want to give a big fuck you to uh, Love B. Scott for that stale, unsweetened, mm. cold ass tea she been delivering. Mm. Because there's absolutely nothing in the works for Beyonce in a Vegas residency. You need to stay off Lipstick Alley getting your tea, baby. Okay, go to your industry <laughs> friends. Okay, because I'm going to tell you, mm. some, of, some of these, like like Reddit, Lipstick Alley, some of these other, um, you know, very OG forums, because Lipstick Alley is very OG. Like, Lipstick Alley was around long before they started, you know, getting into the haberdashery that is Black Twitter. Yeah. Um, but they some of these forums purposely set traps to see which of you bloggers is just stealing content from message board forums. Mm. Um, it's, it's, that's a, a game old as time. So child, fuck you for that stale tea. Beyonce ain't playing in no Vegas, nothing right now. And you can eat shit and stop stealing content from message boards. Um, mm. You got way too many connections to be doing shit like that. Correct. Old ass non-existent tea. <laughs> well, speaking of tea, take us to Chicago. Segway Black down. Ink Chicago is back. And they did two episodes. Um, why did why did y'all do that, Sharon's? Mm. 
multiple sharing. You didn't what need y'all to, do this? I mean, episode two wasn't really shit to write home about at all. No. Um, episode one gave us what we needed, and you would have had a big A plus from us if y'all had stopped at episode one. Yeah. Um, episode two. I'm gonna be honest. I I remember some shit, but not most of it because it just was. I skimmed through and two. I, I mean, no harm when I say this. Mental health matters. But if that's like, if that's what y'all are trying to take this in again this season, we saw it before. I don't know that I really want to see that. Mental health issues are already triggering to a lot of people. And just seeing y'all kind of push that for the ratings is weird to me. Uh, I'm, I'll pass on it. I uh, just want to, you know, give a, a, send our condolences again to Charmaine in light of what we've seen, you know, from the season premiere and on social media, she has gotten married. She and Nika are expecting, and I'm sure it is beyond heartbreaking that her mom um, will not be here to experience, you know, her first child. And I'm, I, I know that's truly heartbreaking. Um, so we, we send you a lot of love and light in that area and wish you a very healthy pregnancy and delivery, um, because it's about to get real in the field for you. Mm. Um, all that little cute shit you be doing on TV and on social media, baby ain't gonna care about none of that shit, honey. Not at all. Like, <laughs> you think what you doing now is something, you about to learn some real life lessons as you journey into motherhood and ha- uh, you it, all of that on top of having a successful brand new marriage. So I wish you the best. Now, in terms of black ink, bitch, you a bozo. <laughs> and always get that a biggity, biggity bozo. Use a mm. fucking bozo. First things first. That shop is fucking adorable. Cannot take that from you. Um, she says she invested her own money, which I was wondering initially. Um, she invested her own money. This is not a big fish thing. Um, but you have so much bad to say about Ryan when he is still allowing you to eat. Mm. That is what is confusing to me because, as we know, when Ryan and Kat went their separate ways, he didn't want her even affiliated with Black Ink. Period. Hell, Big Fish went to California and chronicled a shop opening from some motherfuckers we don't even really know while you got a whole shop in L.A. No one care about. What is your beef with Ryan? Mm. Ryan ain't stopping your bag and he very easily could because we know C's is the big nigga in charge with New York and Ryan is the big nigga in charge in Chicago. You see because, Van ain't nobody found. Listen, mm. Van ain't get a crumb of a contract for his own shop to be on Black Ink. Yep. And so my thing with you is, and then you lied. Like you said you did that interview <laughs> And you lied. Omitted shit. You lied. Like, you blatantly lied. You were not mistreated at Black Ink. You were given the same energy you had given your coworkers for year after year after year on that show. Charmaine, you are the ultimate catalyst for all of the bullshit that has transpired in that shop. Even when it had absolutely nothing to do with you, you inserted yourself, i.e. Ryan, Kat, and Rachel. Hell, that was her, your doing. Hell, her, um, what's her, Don, and uh, Ashley. 
That was Charmaine doing. Well, well, well she was too, actually but. fucking Don, so that you know that had everything to do with her because right. she was giving up her genitals. But at Ashley beat you up. Um, when new staff was being brought in, you were the catalyst behind getting them fired or making them quit or getting the other staff to not like them. Ryan and Van getting into it. You inserted yourself dead in the middle of that. Gas you are all, always in the middle of shit in that shop. So to act like those men did not value you, they mistreated you, they abused you, it was an unstable work environment, is because that's what you made it constantly. Yeah. Constantly. And, while and, also and, bringing no value to the shop. When you were the shop manager, you did not make sure people were paying their booth rent. You were not making sure the bills were getting paid on time. You weren't keeping the merchandise stacked. You weren't bringing new opportunities to Ryan and the artists in the shop. You were not a good manager. You were let go from that position. Came back as a celebrity concierge. Did not bring celebrities into the shop. You were let go. That is what happens in the real world. When you get a job, and you fail to do said job, typically your ass get fired. Yeah. She didn't do well, her job because she was too busy bringing the toxicity that she projected onto um, Ryan uh, for and Don. And don't get me wrong. Them niggas have been trashed throughout Correct. the course of the show. But again, Charmaine, you've always been a catalyst for drama in the shop. Yeah. Whatever those three niggas have going on in their personal life outside the shop, that is on them. Because all three of them and how they deal with women, how they treat women has been trash. We, yes. we all know that. Yes. But you always manage to bring it into the shop when you, sh you have no place to do that. Because you trash so, just like them. You sitting at the bottom of the landfill just like they are. Smelling, smelling terrible. Mm -hmm. Smelling like smegma. Like okay? a filter fish. Mm-hmm. Mm Listen. That's I some, just... I know that's <laughs> Curtis, come on, yeah, no, <laughs> come on with it, Curtis. You started. Don't worry, I'm about to be trashed through the whole show. So I'm just saying, like maybe Neek has like one of those smell fetishes because I just because she looks stinky, like yeah, it, it, and it, it's not, not even like she's... stinky. She just she looked like she smelled like all day, all the time. She because she's sweaty. Like again, the Ooh, bitch came I on the show to let that. us know she is supremely sweaty mm -hmm. to the point where she's getting Botox to not sweat so much. And oh. a lot of the staff have a lot of the artists on the show have said her breath stink. Yeah, that's been a running joke forever. So yeah. Yeah, that her mm. breath stink and people Damn, hate she got dragon breath too. Yeah, Charmaine yeah. looks Charmaine is very cute, but there are people that just always look like they have body odor. That's and not she good. Of, she one of those um, people. Yeah. She definitely looked like she always smelled like outside. And congrats on your new shop. And some of the artists, some of the, some, <laughs> some, some of the artists you oh, have yes. are extremely talented. <laughs> not going to take that from you. Some, some. Just okay? let me know when it's my time. <laughs> but I do not like the British bitch. No, <laughs> do not uh, yeah. like you. She you are bad. an opportunist. You are you're an opportunist. After the first show, I went and did my homework. You know what I'm saying to see what was what. 
looked at some of their profiles and shit. Looked at the material. Laughed at that shade that Ryan threw. And he was like, y'all got to get y'all IG followers up before y'all running around talking about competing with the nine Let me tell you something. When they zoomed in on that shit repeatedly. (laughs) And even now, I think it's up to like 10K followers, which again... That's cool and everything, but we talking about Ryan, who is now being recognized as a world-renowned tattoo artist. He's in and out the country. He's all over the... He's flying in and out from this part of the country to this part of the world and so on and so forth. He's really building a name for himself. And so if if your goal in opening that shop was to compete with Ryan Fineass and Nia Meg, that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen for you. Because on top of being a talented tattoo artist and really revamping his brand and doing a lot right that he did wrong last time, he finding a motherfucker, okay? And that alone is going to have women and men alike gravitating toward him. He's a good look. You stand next to Ryan, you could be ugly, but you're going to be a little less ugly now because he that kind of fine. But sis... Mm. The, the British bitch is an opportunist. Ryan said that initially she was going to work with him and she was going to come in and be a guest artist and have a guest spot at Nine Mag, but no TV time. Charmaine turned around and offered you the opportunity to be her shop manager and, ha- and have a, a role on the show and you ran into the sunset. And you pushing this women's empowerment shit really hard when did you watch the same did you watch the same black ink that we have been watching? Right. I literally have no sympathy for Charmaine and how things ended with her and the men from Nymag. So what have you been watching? Because that bitch has created all of the toxic work environment around there. She she created toxic environment for shit. She had just not men and women. So like beloved. Yeah, she has constantly fought with the women in the shop, constantly fighting with the men, constantly fighting with the new people, constantly fighting with the old people, fighting with people's spouses. Like, girl, Well, again, not bringing any value to the shop. So I agree with your analysis, Candace, that she definitely an opportunity because there ain't no way in hell. Allow one of your artists did a, did a couple's tattoo. <laughs> You suck, bitch. Why did you do that, Sharon? <laughs> Why did you do that piss poor tattoo, that bitch? Trash. That tattoo gave me complete Donna vibes. Mm. Yes. Yes. Mm. It looked like you did it with your feet. Yeah. Def- definitely looked like some shit on the etch sketch beloved. And you don't definitely deserve no date like after that terrible tattoo. <laughs> okay. You didn't deserve no date. You didn't deserve no dick. You didn't deserve any word that start with a D, bitch, other than death and destruction. You didn't, that, you didn't deserve <laughs> Listen, it. Desist. That's the word. <laughs> <laughs> you I cannot believe it. She was like, oh, I love it. Oh, it's so cute. And I'm like, you can't tell her this lopsided. <laughs> you deserve all the evils of the world, bitch. Because okay. that tattoo was evil. That shit was trash. That tattoo was trash. Yeah, and I, was I just, I, just... I would have been so mad if, if I saw my man tattooed looking like that and mine looking the way that it looked. Like, it, there's literally no comparison. No. Uh, if there was ever a time for look at the material, it was that. that so I'm just trash. like... And, and then you're talking about, yeah, I've been tattooing for 10 years. Where? 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 Which eyes closed? Tell us. 
Whoops. Whoops have you been tattooing? Stevie Wonder? Helen Keller? Ray Charles? Whoops have you been tattooing? Because anybody with a set of fucking eyes would not let you within a, a thousand feet of their goddamn skin nope. with your tattoos looking the way that they fucking look. Them tattoos, if 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 Ashley was a tattoo, that's it. Candace. Oh, come on. You know <laughs> <laughs> if Ashley was a tattoo, that's the tattoo that would represent her the best. Ashley's Fucking skin. ugly. Mm. It was pretty bad. Yeah. It was. It, it was. Dis- it was. Bitch. I Actually, it was. Y'all. It was absolutely awful. I would send. Like, I would definitely get seek legal counsel. Yeah. Y'all gonna have to fix me up, bitch. But yeah. again, I feel like this is what Ryan was saying about Charmaine liking the tattoo industry but not knowing how to run a shop in the tattoo industry yeah she couldn't even run man when she was the shop manager because, because i don't know if tattooing is the type of profession where you can just be like a a manager without having actual skills within the tattooing realm and my thing with this is yeah this seemingly is a good look because it's, it's Charmaine and she a bozo and the way that that British lady conducts herself I see them button heads sooner or later S- sooner yeah. than later but my thing with that is Charmaine like the entertainment industry is literally right there and you're good well you have you're, one you're of your hooves in the door of the entertainment industry and you choose to keep going back to tattooing after yeah. all the, of the bullshit the and for the life of me, I do not understand why you don't even have any tattoos. What knowledge you do have of the industry you have picked up from the man that you have dubbed Satan himself. Mm. And I'm not saying that there won't be a time where even the best of the best might do a not so great tattoo. But we just saw what happened out the gate. <laughs> we just saw what happens when you don't have proper knowledge of quality control in the tattoo industry because when we just you just saw Van and Ryan go through this. Yeah. And Van is nowhere to be seen. And you see and, and you're not a you're not an industry vet. So you really don't have the space to fuck up like a Ryan or a C's or some shit like that. And you then on top not, of that. The British lady talking about she doing quality control. Where was the quality control? Where? This is where you, you chose to, to not do the control, did not do the check? Half-ass, um, how you a half-ass micromanager? That Either part. you own everybody's ass or you ain't on nobody's ass. And it seemed like she only on the men's asses, which that, I'm not going to hold you completely because men are trash, but sis, look what you got going out the door. Not even that. The men are the more world are the more popular popular artists. They they are the more popular artists. Like the one guy that they pulled that's like a, a Chicago legend in the tattoo industry with Ryan. Okay, he might not he probably don't need no micromanaging, but you was tapping him on his shoulder in the first episode. Mm-hmm. This bitch then came in here with them big teeth and them big ass gums and drew a tattoo. With her tongue. Yeah. Yep. You really I'm got be, us fucked this, up. This, this Cause she too busy worried about that dick. No, yeah, and I got half his money. Mm. You didn't deserve it. Well, you got At three all. fourths of the tattooing, so. And, and I'm just like, I don't know. I'm like, sir, you cannot want to fuck so bad that you let somebody compromise work that you are attached to. Exactly. 
you, no matter how fire your work was, and it was good, like it was excellent, but that side by side was comical. Ooh. And this is what you decided to let half of your payment go towards because you want to date her and you want to fuck her. Priorities. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you got as much confidence as you claim, you as good looking as you claim. I mean, you look like a typical light-skinned nigga with wavy hair, but no, that's what I was about to say. I don't see anything truly special, but okay. You look like Brother Tattoo. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Before lumped up or after? Mm. Yes. Yes. So So it's just like, I don't understand putting your reputation in jeopardy like that all over something. I just don't get it. And we've seen time and time again the destruction that y'all wreak upon yourselves when y'all get to fucking and sucking in the shops. Yep. And that should have been rule number one, Charmaine, for your shop. I was about to say, I was about to say that, like, but this is, again, goes back to what Ryan was saying, liking being a part of the industry and being an owner within the industry is completely different. Because if you have learned nothing else, you should learn that uh, fucking around with your coworkers should be an immense no-no at this point. Leads to nothing but trouble. Literally, Charmaine, you know, you literally know this because you've done it. Yeah. And the um, thing about it is what really <laughs> is irritating to me also with this is you've been in nine mag, multiple nine mags, all of the, the facelifts that has gone through. You have seen all of the mistakes that Ryan has made. And instead of learning and doing better, you making the same mistakes already. There should be no fraternizing in the shop whatsoever. If you can't keep it in your pants, one of y'all need to quit and go work somewhere else. There should be no fraternizing. There should all there should be no partying in the shop just Mm. because you feed mother. It shouldn't take cupcakes to get motherfuckers to do their job properly. Mm, It shouldn't be any of that. You want to have a friendly work environment, and the crazy part is when that was what Ryan was on, y'all fucked that up too. Yep. When he was giving y'all free will to just kind of do what y'all do and get get shit done, y'all couldn't do that. So the fact that you think this is going to work is very funny to me. And I mean, it's cool. Again, you used your connections that were made via Ryan to even get that fo- that magazine spread. Right. Well, you told well, he, them lies. Right. Lies. All them whole ass lies. Mm. Super lies. And even still, the craziest part is, even after the way you have constantly shitted on Ryan, dragged Ryan and everything else, when your mama passed away, he was there front and center for you. Yep. Mm. He was there front and center. Did not skip a beat. Did not leave you hanging. So, again, I'm trying to understand what you seek to gain from this. You don't she have don't to know. do all of that to have a place on the show. Because like I said, coming in the door, he ain't stopped your bag because he could have made it that you couldn't have no no camera time on this fucking show. Sure could. You, he could have forced them to he could have forced them to give you a spinoff and so that you have nothing to do with Nymag. But ain't or you could be at home it. on the couch like Van. Right. But ain't that ain't that how it's always been? The more they shit on Ryan. The more he's just been there for them. It's like, look, I fuck with y'all, but business is business, and yet y'all still shit on them. I don't understand it. 
Yeah. Speaking of business is business. Ryan. Ryan. Love you to death. Sir. Fine Dude. as shit. Fine as hell. That hair. You also dumb as hell. <laughs> listen, being <laughs> being successful, being famous, having money is not a replacement for being a present and accounted for parent. Mm. And I absolutely took delight in Rachel uh snatching the edges from all that pretty ass hair on your head. Mm, sure mm. did. Mm. You you deserved that tongue lashing. Me. Literally deserved that tongue lashing. The shit you are doing is not healthy. I understand the journey to the top requires sacrifice, but if it's at the expense of your child, you need to fucking reevaluate because you have built a level of fame where motherfuckers is going to take whatever schedule you give them. Oh, I can't come do your tattoo next week. I could come do it in three weeks. I could fly out and do it in three weeks. Like you can, you're getting to a point where you can create your own rules and boundaries. And so again, all this, I'm busy, I'm flying, I'm jet setting this, that, and the third. Okay, great. But you don't get to infringe on what Rachel has going. Because especially y'all are not when together. She's, in, she's doing business in the same building. Like that's like a good literally, look. Yeah, it's a great look. And she said it and I was thinking it too. Like, you literally could have texted her and been like, hey, um, it's getting really busy down here. Little man has finished his homework. He's ate, he's eating everything. Um, is it okay if I bring him up or do I need to take him to my mom's house? Definitely. Something. You you just went upstairs and was like, oh, here, I'm dropping him off. No. Talking you don't get to I, do that. I've had him all day, so I just figured you could have him all night. And that's where you fucked up with the I just figured. Right. Open you up your mouth and talk. Like, what good. make you think your son want to sit in a nail shop full of fucking women smelling uh, gel polish and shit? All right. Boy. Getting lightheaded. And I, I appreciated that tongue lashing that Rachel gave him. I feel like she was beyond justified in doing so. I feel she should keep her foot on Ryan's neck because you, you being famous and you chasing a bag doesn't exempt you from your parental duties and it doesn't give you a right to place the majority of the load on me as if I'm not building a successful brand myself mm-hmm. because Paranova has taken off what started out as an online uh, nail polish and accessory store is now a brick and mortar nail salon. That means she's making some fucking money. Yeah. The two people, the oh, two people that ain't never played a day in their life with Ryan, Rachel and his Rachel mama. and his mama. Yeah, appreciate. And apparently it. his other sister too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. They Those got two. his ass together. All the way and together. You, you sad and you depressed, but you fucked up your home life. You did that. You, you did. did that, and I still, I, I do not believe that you fucked cat at that cabin trip. But as a man that was in a relationship, you ain't had not a single lick of business in no shower with another bitch. If that's not the if that's not what y'all relationship is about, you you brought you broke the boundaries, you crossed the line, and she's standing firm in that you're gonna really have to fucking earn me back. You're gonna have mm-hmm. to let me know you could be trusted, if at all. You did that. that. So go go thought around the country, go get all the pussy you wanna get, and leave that woman alone. 
sleeping in the goddamn shop on the air mattress. For what? Mm. You got a whole fucking residence. <laughs> like, a Twitter, Listen, like a Twitter nigga. <laughs> talking about I'm so busy. I just sometimes I'm, I'm tattooing from the time the shop open till it closed. And I just go in the back and sleep on the air mattress. That's on you, sweetheart. Because again, you are reaching a certain level of fame and success where you can create your, you can, you can write your story now. You can say when you taking clients and when you not. You can exclusively just take appointments and no walk-ins and, and direct walk-ins to the other artists in the shop. You choosing to sleep in the shop. That is, that's nobody's fault but your own. And not even yeah. having enough wherewithal to get a comfortable couch to sleep on. And then on top of all of that, I don't understand why you're not setting your own schedule, why you feel like you got to work so much personally, because you've set it up for your money to make money on its own. And then because I'm petty, you charge an extra hundred dollar deposit, non-refundable, that doesn't go towards the, the cost of the guy. Yeah, boy, I think yeah, it does go you, towards yeah. No, it doesn't. He charges. His doesn't. Other His artists... Doesn't. Dude. other artists do his is just a booking fee that's what it is it's a booking fee a booking fee and i'm like and i don't get to see no dick or nothing like just a hundred dollars ryan has a hundred dollar he ryan has a hundred dollar booking fee because when plus a, a 250 an hour with a minimum yeah. hour shout out to t the gym from twitter mm -hmm. who's always showing support and love and um she met ryan at a tattoo convention and she got the deets and yes he charges a hundred dollar booking fee that does not go towards your actual tattoo it only uh is for booking him and and getting his time and getting an appointment and then yes it's 250 dollars per hour minimum one hour for a tattoo mm. so you, so you, minimum you know your you, you know your worth you know your worth you choosing not to do better that's on you that's not on everybody else and when Ford and Don, listen, when Ford and Don is giving you sound and solid advice, man to man, you have you know really fucked up. up. Yes. Because they have both suggested going to therapy and like a typical cishet black man, what the fuck is talking to a stranger going to do? A whole fucking lot? You listen, because that lady had you shook. Listen, saying that right next to Ford, who last season was going through it, you like Ryan, sir. Listen, you was ready sir. to beat Forrest's ass for not coming to you for help and to talk. And now you're on this, oh, I just got to do everything by myself. I mean, if we're going to be honest, things would be a lot better for you if you have not been trying to do everything by yourself. I don't know why you won't let that lesson seep all the way through your thick ass head, but alas, here we are. Right, especially now because you don't have to worry about other shit. Like if you need something done, you have set it up with people that you trust and you know will get shit done, can get it done. Shout out to Don for uh, finding his way to get a, a place in the new shop. We already knew Ford was going to be there. Although I wonder if um, the contract terms were to Ford's liking. Because mm. you know before, he didn't want to have no rules on him. But now it's like, well, you ain't got no choice, buddy. <laughs> Right. Yeah, I guess absolutely. shout out to Four for having your song be the featured song on the show now. Although I will say, if y'all gonna do the shutdown every time you go to commercial, you can suck my dick. Yeah, because I don't want to. I don't need to hear that every time y'all go to commercial and come back. We know what the fucking song is. We know where y'all at. And also, it's not that fire. So it, it, it ain't fire at all. Smoldering at mm. best. Mm. Well, it's not that either. 
It, it, it just is. <laughs> Ashes. <laughs> <laughs> also, Don, what's going on, baby? That skin. Mm, looking like King. Sweetheart. He looking like Donya Moore. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Donya Moore. <laughs> baby, what's going on? <laughs> I just have a few concerns. Mm, you too fine yeah. for your skin to be looking like that. Crack, snap, crackle, and pop. Yeah, I was to... like, eh, eh, what are oh. you doing? Eh. And then that skin with what you're trying to do with your hair, it's not a good pairing. No. Doesn't it doesn't coordinate. It, it, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I you're mean actually forward. that wig was fucking ugly, but I don't expect nothing different from you with that purple say, ass cru- Cruella Deville ass wig on. She's gonna but, do that uh, anyway, because that's how she is. Tacky. Um, but you know, just wishing that you get some positive results back from the doctor. That's she all did. I got for you, bitch. She did. She did. So, congratulations on not having cancer. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't come out right. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> that did not come out right. You're doing amazing, Curtis. <laughs> we know what you meant. It was actually positive. Y'all know we don't play about health stuff like that. And no. so it was just yes. congratulations we don't care. We don't care on Ashley, you know we don't wish that on her. Yeah, no. we just I'm glad we that just the results are were glad negative. that the results were, you know, that you were okay and you know, it was probably just some fatty tissue, which is the case for a lot of women. Mm. Um, which is why it pays to go to the doctor and get questions answered and not psych yourself out. Um I will say when she was doing that whole, oh, you know, if one of my titties, you're just going to buy me some new titties. I think it comes, I think maybe she thinks it's endearing when she acts like Judy Jetson, like your money is my money and I can just do whatever I want because I have access to your money because I'm your wife. But that shit, it's not a good look, baby. At all. I mean, you're not a good look. And then coupled with the way you act. I just it's a, it's obnoxious. Yes, yeah. that's that's the perfect word. It, it's obnoxious, and, and it's you've unfair. always been that. That's why and we don't it, like you. <laughs> and it reminds me of how a lot of women act on Twitter, like you beat me delu- to it again. delusional about the the man that they have and the finances that the man has. Mm. Um, it it is. We saw y'all get rejected for a million dollar house last year, and like. The amount of loan that you were able to get approved for was nowhere near enough to just even buy a basic house in Chicago anywhere. Which so is what y'all did. We know you bought the that house that y'all you don't. Afford. Yeah, we right. know that y'all don't have it like that, and so you can stop pretending with us. And that's not to say that you're not going to ever have it, but there's you're not going to get there trying to live above your means. Yeah, right. at all. And you're not going to get there resting on Don's black ink checks. Are they probably making decent money, probably grossing six figures now? Total? Absolutely. I, I, I wouldn't put it, put it past them. Um, but even still, y'all are not getting it like that. So just give it a break, okay? Yes, Because please. nine times out of ten, if, if something had happened and you had to get new, new titties, it would have been through your insurance because I do think insurance covers, you know, breast reconstruction for women who, who have uh, mastectomies or double mastectomies. Mm. So just stop it. Give it up. Delicious. Yeah. It's not cute. Just and like 
I do look forward to the rest of the season for Black Ink just because I want to see Char- what's going to burn, go up in flames with this Second City Ink. So yes. I will um, say this. I, I'm glad that they've found a way to inject some new blood into the show. Yeah. Now, I have high hopes for the artists in Charmaine's shop proven to be the bozos that I think they are. Yeah. But I'm happy to see some new faces. I am so, 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 so glad Damn that the tacos have been thrown out. Lily is not on my TV. Yes. That other white bitch that lied on Junior, Junior is not yeah. on. I'm glad Junior not on and Junior girlfriend. Yes. And uh, the fat, the big white bitch, Cobra. Yeah. I, I, to me, they just served absolutely no purpose the last several seasons they were on. I'm glad we not seeing it. I would like to keep everything black, even the bozo-ry. Keep it yes. black. Because when yeah. because when non-black people are bozos, they Maybe typically racist. racist. Yep. So that's what we got for Black Ink Chicago. Oh, I don't. We'll see what happens. So let's take a quick break, and then we'll be back with the rest of the show. Thank you for supporting the Flawless Noises Media Network. You can visit FlawlessNoises.com for more information on our other wonderful shows. You can also connect with us on social media. Search for at Flawless Noises on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Go to FlawlessNoises.com store if you're interested in purchasing some merchandise. And if you really love us and would like some bonus content, subscribe to our Patreon. With $5 and $10 subscription levels, you're bound to hear something you like. Go to patreon.com slash flawless noises for more details. We thank you for taking the time to listen to our shows and supporting your favorite hosts. Please feel free to share with your friends, family, coworkers, and more. Flawless Noises Media Network, get to know our sound. And now, back to your regularly scheduled programming. All right, y'all, we are back from break. It is time to jet from Chicago to Atlanta for some more bozery with some old hoes. So this is season 12, episode five, <laughs> the re-gift that keeps on giving. Which, uh, yeah. We'll so this episode, Cynthia's having a, a barbecue that she's calling a Bailey Q. And I just... <sighs> Why does everything have to have your last name in it? Like we know who the fuck you are, girl. It's it's it's. Let me just much. say, n- nothing about your menu was so uh, grown up that you couldn't allow kids at that goddamn Bailey Q. Bitch, you served hot dogs. Catered hot dogs at that. When they right. asked if it was from the hot dog shop or whatever, Dennis's. I screamed. I was listening. hollering. Portia was like, ah. Like, I just really was sitting there like, and, and if Kenya hadn't brought that lobster, baby, y'all was eating like y'all was at a kid's birthday party. Yep. I take that back because at London's second birthday party, the, we didn't eat no motherfucking hot dogs. Listen, if I'm was, trying to figure out how you calling it a Bailey Q and there was no actual barbecue there. Where was the ribs? Where listen, was the chicken? If not for Kenya, that where shit, y'all would have been serving beanies and weenies. Shout out oh, to Candace. Yes, sir. So I was real confused. Y'all in there eating tea cakes and shit at a, <laughs> at a barbecue. <laughs> with, a, with a theme that everybody must wear red or get red. Bitch, you corny. Oh, like, yes. Cynthia, you are yeah. 
notorious for trying hard to fit in. Too That's hard. not even your angle. You like you not a mean girl. And I don't know why get wear red or get red. By who, bitch? Not mm. by you. It was childish just like Cynthia is childish. Childish like that menu. Yes, indeed. Yep. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Kenyon because the lobster dish that she made. I was like, okay. I can see it. I can see it. Uh, let's see. Really quick. Uh, Portia was being shady. They still going back and forth about the Barbie party and bringing Ugh. kids or not bringing kids. Are ready for that shit to die. Um, let's see. What else? So Portia and Kenya go to Jitterbug class, which is basically moms dancing with a baby strapped on their chest. That's for whatever reason, terrible. Kenya Listen. decided to bring or to wear heels. And when the lady was like, oh, you got heels on. You want to take those off? She said, oh, no, I like the heels, girl. Who who are you doing this for? Right. Like, I laughed when Portia shaded her, her confessional. Like, girl, you, you don't wear heels every goddamn well. Mm. I mean, maybe that's, you know, the heels make her feel good. Because Lord knows that marriage is a hot fucking mess. Or that's gone. So, Maybe that's one of those little things. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, you know, now that we're really looking at it, I can tell that her skin gets bad when she's stressed. Yeah. Although, in the past, I think being trash, <laughs> dragged online, stressed her out. That's why her skin was always so bad. But she was committed to being trash. So, you know, I love a good villain that knows they're a villain and they walk in it. Yeah, no Phaedra. Because mm. Phaedra, Lord knows. Phaedra, I still would like, I would pay good money, okay? I would forego the network for a month to pay to watch you get your ass whooped. And I mean, you need the brother brother nature beat down. That's what you deserve. <laughs> Canela right. come and stomp your ass. That's what we need. <laughs> All right. That's what you deserve. But anyway, <laughs> um, let's see. So, at the the jitterbug class, Kenya starts talking to Portia about things that are going on with Mark. Pretty much a rerun of the conversation she had with Candy on the last episode. So there's nothing new there. Um, let's see what else. So Todd and Candy. So Riley is doing a uh, an internship in New York with the law firm. Uh, friend of Candy's hooked that up. I did laugh at Riley, like not knowing stuff like that. You got to clean your bathroom and stuff like that. But it also made me very cognizant that, you know, children are growing up much different, especially when they're affluent. Like if I really thought about it, I'm like, would I really expect Candy Barres with the pen and the career that she's had? Would I really expect her daughter to know about making ice and cleaning the bathroom? No. I wouldn't expect that of any celebrity with actual money, long money. I would not expect that of their kids. But it's funny to see because it's like, girl, you're 16. Use your common sense. But Yeah. Riley, first of all. Yes. Genetics. Yes. Not on her side. No. She looked like Crimson Chin. Mm. That chin is long as a Monday. The after a three day after, after being on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Mm. I guess I like I don't really have this episode was like okay, but yeah. in terms of like 
Candy and Ty, I guess the big thing would be some video they released on a YouTube channel. Basically, Candy calls Todd out for not being, not bonding with their new baby that they had via sur- surrogacy. And Todd makes a weird comment about it's hard to bond with her because it's a a girl and she has a coochie or some shit. And Candy is like, he was the same way with Ace. And I'm just trying to figure out why y'all would have another baby if he wasn't present and accounted for the first time. Listen, somebody mm-hmm. said that on Twitter. They were like, this is why Riley told y'all asses not to have another baby. And she did and not, not only that, is as we see in the previews, right? Am I right in the previews? Todd's oldest daughter got a whole bunch of smoke for him coming up, right? No, she's not the oldest daughter. She's his second daughter. Because the oldest daughter is like in her 20s. And I don't, I think the daughter, what's her name? Uh, Who is the daughter that he found out about late in life? I think that's the daughter that's on the show. She got smoke for his ass. Oh, yes. Because he's like really strict with her. And Candy, like, really uh, strict, really, really cheap, mm, really kind of standoffish. Yeah, really kind of standoffish and cold with her and everything. And Candy is like, uh, and a part of me sides eye candy. I side eye candy because I'm not about to be with no man who treat any of his kids in a in an unbecoming fashion. Right. Yeah. Like I'm not even being funny, but every time you turn around, Ty using candy money at his will, starting businesses that don't take off and shit. You know. But you, but you can't allow your child some luxuries when you can more than afford them. You can more than afford it. You might not be a millionaire, but you definitely pull in a, a high six figures and candy is a millionaire. So to be treating your daughter like Cinderella and shit is very fucking weird to me. And it's very weird that candy hasn't like been like, Hey, that's a no. Riley 16 around here, driving a Porsche, living in a high rise apartment in fucking New York and Manhattan. And your daughter can't get simple luxuries out of you. Child, I know you fucking lying. You know, if, get... if Riley got a black card, guess who should have a black card? All they fucking kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Todd gets a lot of smoke on social media, and I took it with a grain of salt because it's social media, and you know, motherfuckers love to carry on on social media, especially Twitter. But I'm starting to see a lot of it. I ain't even gonna hold you. Yeah. What I mean, business do you have in the club two weeks after y'all bring home y'all newborn baby? That motherfucker was like, ain't candy no, ain't, candy ain't no baby gonna stop no shit. But that baby is biologically y'all's. Right. And this ain't is a baby that y'all wanted to have because you didn't have to have her right and if things had gone the way that y'all thought they were y'all would have two babies yep because you wanted to use both of the embryos yep but now you can't be present on the counter for because you wanted to go to the club tub sir and it's like we know you're a good dad but it looks like you don't start being a dad until they start walking on their own and not to be funny, but that's that's kind of the time where you could get just a little bit hands off and let them explore and figure out boundaries and what they do and don't like. It's the it's the newborn phase that you really need all hands on fucking deck. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you forty, my nigga. What's <laughs> in the club at forty? Right. Please tell us. The old nigga Please. at the club. I want to know. Listen, because you're not gonna find down. nothing better in the club than what you got at home. 
pillow. As far as looks, as far as freakiness, because we know Candy is a fucking freak. Far as business, financials, like you hit the jackpot. What's in the club? I can't stand Mama Joyce, but I'm starting to believe she saw something that we didn't see initially. Because she do the same thing. Game recognized game. Well, you know what? True. My old lady bitch. (laughs) (laughs) That's the show title. Damn it. (laughs) (laughs) You did that, friend. (laughs) Anyway, fuck you. Um... So Nini has a little soiree at her home. Marlo and this chick Yvonne shows up. Marlo's so, an ugly bitch. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm everybody sorry. in this scene is ugly. Um, well, that's true. <laughs> but she starts spilling the tea that Candace has been waiting for about Cynthia. Mm. And yeah. apparently it was. In I Cynthia's thought of you when I saw this, friend. Wine yeah. cellar where Cynthia was going off. You know, calling Nini everything but a child of God. And Marlo was like, well, what's the, where are the receipts? And she's like, I got receipts, bitch. And I'm like, so I'm wondering, like, is this the same instance is where the, the recording? Right. Mm-hmm. But we'll find out maybe the next episode or a little later. Uh, Kenya, mm-hmm. for whatever reason, Kenya is planning to give the doll that Eva gave her at the Barbie party to Portia. Let me tell you something. That is so fucking weird to me. And goofy. I'm Tacky, you. petty. Techy and put somebody no in the middle of some shit that they don't need to be in. At all. But this is how you know Kenya is whatever bad energy Kenya is getting, she probably deserves because why would you put Portia in the middle of that period? If you don't want that doll, toss that little motherfucker, donate it. Take it the to toys the Salvation Army. Or some, take it to the Salvation Army. There was something. no reason to try right. and re-gift something you says has bad energy to another person. Right. Especially, and I know Curtis will going get to through it. I know Curtis going to get to it, especially when you claim that you don't care about it. Then why the fuck did you re-gift it, girl? I'm going I'm to tell you, with this situation, I'm tired of hearing about it, as Curtis said. However, I don't have a problem with Kenya having smoke for Eva. I just got a problem with her trying to drag everybody else into it and be weird. Girl, fuck that little ass baby dog. Donate the shit and get it up out your house. But you claim it got bad energy, but you willing to put that in Portia house. Seems like the bad, seems like you are the bad energy that you claim you're not. Okay. Because there was no reason for you to. Eva well, she is, is too, she is. I'm not, that is, don't hold that is one coward-ass bitch. Eva's That's a true. crabby patty, like Jesus. Yes. I ain't gonna hold you. You are correct about Eva. She is a goddamn bozo. But Ken, you a bozo too, so it's like Spider-Man pointing that Spider-Man. True. So we get to the Bailey Q. Uh, Eva's the first to show up, being shady as usual. Uh, Tanya shows up, then Candy and Kenya shows up. Candy showed up with uh, pans. She had done some cooking. And we know Kenya had done some cooking as well because she brought that good-ass looking lobster dish. Don't invite me to shit if I got to bring a dish. God damn. If you can't (laughs) hold the shit, if you can't hold it on your own, don't have shit. (laughs) I mean, I guess it would depend on what it is. Like, if we having a potluck, then call it a potluck. Yeah. But if it's a barbecue. Barbecue, bitch, and we bringing all the dishes and you providing hot dogs and macaroni salad. Girl, I'll smack (laughs) the shit out you. For real, for real, I will. Especially if, if I show up thinking it's going to be a barbecue and there ain't no goddamn ribs. No sausage. Mm. A, a fashion show with no fashions. And Listen. I'm sick of you bitches with kids 
forgetting what it was like to have kids mm. because you have adults now. Mm, yeah, Cynthia uh, was doing the Cynthia most. Cynthia was doing the lot. fucking most. With the most Portia had a very valid point. She bringing in a new nanny, bitch. No, I want to be around and help her and help her, you know, get acclimated with my child. If that's a problem with you, I don't have to come to your funky ass barbecue, bitch. Right, I really all. don't. I don't I give a fuck, bitch, especially when all you serve was some hot dogs right. and not even from my nigga hot dog shot, bitch. You ain't even trying to put no coin in my pocket. Girl, fuck you for real. I yeah. guess you could bring, I don't have anywhere to put a kid. Cynthia, you was a single mother at one time because you and mm. Leon was not together for the majority of Noelle's upbringing. Get I don't off think the they were together gas. even when she was born. Yeah, you might be right. Like, get girl, get off the fucking gas for real. Uh, this is we're just gonna do this that and the other nobody was drinking any alcohol all y'all was it was a shade no strippers there wasn't no raunchy shit going on there was nothing that happened at the bailey queue where kids couldn't be around other than you just didn't want nobody's kids in your fucking house because if that's the case stop having barbecues bitch right because if you anticipating the energy that you got from the last one everybody though most of those women are in different spaces now like uh, what's her name? Portia is not turning up like she used to. She's a mom now and she's struggling and her nigga's trash. Yeah. So she double struggling. So you just did the most. You should have read the room and been like, yes, it's fine. If y'all bring your kids, just make sure you bring your nanny. That would have been my condition. Yeah. Make sure that the kids are going to be taken care of. Cause I don't want you constantly checking on them. So if you must bring your child, bring your nanny. That's, That's it. it. Come have yeah. a good time. You know, and leave it at that. Even shit, you can get lit because you got the nanny to drive you home. Right. What's the point of having a nanny if you're not going to put them to work? <laughs> and Portia, I would, I agree. Like, I, I've only known this bitch for two days. No, she can't stay with my child alone. Right. No. And, and that's a perfect, that's a perfect way to test. Come to this party with me. Take care of, uh, Pizza. Little Jalapeno, whatever her name is. Little Jalapeno. And it start with a J. What's her name? Jamil. Whatever. I don't know. Whatever the child name is. Um, God bless the child. Yeah. Ooh, she look like a daddy. Ooh. Her name is. That's why Peyton I said God bless the child. Like that, right? Peyton? Is that her name? Mm, That's no, what P and the PJ stand for? Pilar. That's what it is. Pilar. 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 Yeah, okay. You and Lil Rice Pilaf will be just fine with the name. <laughs> Curtis. Okay, this might. I'm trying to old lady bitch or rice. Oh, rice pilaf. I'm I'm leaning towards rice pilaf, Candace. I I too. Am <laughs> yeah, let's rice go pilaf. rice pilaf. Unless this nigga say something else later on. But yeah, let's go rice pilaf. <laughs> Fuck yeah. I just <laughs> <laughs> my favorite part was Eva running away again. Let me tell you something. <laughs> that is, I really hope when they get to the reunion, they do a montage of all the times, times Eva ran. runs away. When people bring it to her doorstep, yeah. you are the you are the meanest, nastiest girl in the world until a motherfucker get in your face, and then then you nonchalant and it's whatever, and then you running off into the sunset with your plate in your hand, yeah. girl. You are you, a fucking she, coward, and you can't she, stand behind shit you say on that show, and and. You lied, and they rolled the bean footage back on that. I didn't say that. They rolled that shit back, and that's exactly what the fuck you said, girl. Yeah, like she. Well, was, Cynthia was the one that said it, but you agreed with it. Yeah, 
which Cynthia also being a coward, but Eva really thinks she hot shit because she read Marlo, and it's like, girl, it's easy to read Marlo. Hell, look at Marlo. Her, her waking up is a read. And not to be that honest, but her, that she had on, baby. her and, Mar- her and <laughs> Marlo tied because Marlo has read Eva down several times. Yeah, they so even at this like, point. Yeah. Yeah, they even. That's the thing. But I'm sitting here and, and bitch, you got me fucked up that I am agreeing with Kenya's funky ass. Because mm-hmm. once you even bring my kid into anything, it's we have more. a fucking problem. Yeah, if if being if if you feel like I am such a you can't read the room and the energy and this that and the third and you want to be precautious with your kids and shit, do not come around me. Period. Right. Period. Point blank. I'm a mother. You a mother. You know how that kind of shit sting. Do yeah. not come around me. Period. If you think that I'm the type of person that would let something pop off without all of our kids around. Because even I mean, my not kid. Because can you trash? Can you trash? Everybody's kids trash. was there. Right. It's not even that. It's why do you only have this smoke for for Kenya, who you've never been around, when what you're saying would more so point towards the other ladies? You've never yes. been around Kenya to turn up and for her to act crazy because your first season she wasn't on there. So right. why would you say that about Kenya, but not say the same thing about Cynthia, about uh, Portia, about anybody else? It makes it makes no sense, Eva. Yeah, it, ma- it makes absolutely no sense. She just reaches Definitely. for straws to be a mean girl because she has no purpose yeah, you, and she's boring. Because she's pregnant Otherwise. and she can't do nothing else. But she it's can't like, girl. do shit else. And you don't have any other storyline. You and your husband born, bitch. <laughs> yeah. Shit, even you when born. she wasn't pregnant, they, bo- they was born. They, they was born. Nothing. They was a snooze fest. The only drama she brought was that little shit with Cynthia. And that's it. And how they quote-unquote friends, I don't know. But girl, whatever. But y'all boring. They definitely and that's that's weird. That's weird to me because Mm. you was Nene people. You was Nene Road Dog. You was cutting for Nene. You was feeding her all the. You was you was feeding her all the all the scoop and shit on on Cynthia and niggas that y'all dick y'all didn't share. But now all of a sudden you uh Nene the worst. (laughs) Yeah, now you want to be BFF with Cynthia's stupid ass. Well, y'all both cowards, so it makes sense, but still. And neither y'all good at being mean girls at all. Because what I can say about the Marlos, the Kenyas, uh, the the Porsches, even Porsche stupid ass, and Nini yeah. and the Charades and shit, them hoes was ready to fight, fight. Yeah, when they when it was time for them to be mean girls, they was mean girls. Cynthia and, 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 Eva, and y'all stood don't do up that. in it. Yeah, and stood Cynthia, right. Cynthia and Eva do not stand up in it. Now they want to. Now they want to play a game of semantics. Well, what I actually said was, no, bitch, you said that, and the the meaning behind it was there as well. Meanwhile, yeah. Bravo, like, well, actually, we have the footage, and we're going to roll it back. DJ, run it back. Mm. Mm-hmm. Correct. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Eva ends up leaving uh, as her and Marlo were going at it. My only thing with that is, Marlo, I'm tired of you n- be acting confused about why people don't really fuck with you. Like That's all you do is up hell. shit. That's all you do. That's all you've been Even done the most for eight or four years. You consider friends. Yeah. You are the you are the bone collector between Cynthia and Nene. Yep. And you got to own that. Every time you turn around, you got your nose in that shit. Them old bitches don't want to be friends right now. Just leave it the fuck alone. And, and absolutely, all. Eva has every right not to like you. It's fuck Eva for real. But still. The shit yeah. you done said and did to that girl, yes, I would not have anything for you either, bitch. But 
I'm a real bitch, so you're not going to run me from no motherfucking where. I'm going to sit right at that fucking table, bitch, and act like you don't exist. Pregnant I'm talking all around you. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to throw plates away. Can I, uh, can I get any, take anybody's plate and throw it away uh, except for Marlo? Yep. And especially for a motherfucker like Marlo, that would have stung more because Marlo loves, lives for the attention if you give it to yeah, her. Yeah, yeah. But if you yeah, don't, she, she, she over there looking like a goddamn dinosaur. Listen, mm. pregnant or, ain't nothing that's been going on in these episodes been so stressful and tumultuous that you got to keep running from the table and shit like that. Like, yeah. that's especially just a cop-out if you that ask you me. Con- consistently kick up regardless yeah. of if you're pregnant or not yeah even just being a bozo mm-hmm. and a coward that's it like if, you, if you don't want to have a stressful pregnancy bitch stop creating stress mm-hmm. period mm-hmm. a word a word friend a word you did that well they wrap things up playing some game um we find out or we are reminded rather that cynthia cannot work Mm. Um, Marlo continues trying to shade Eva even though Eva's not there at that point it's like if the other person is not there give it a fucking rest with that wig looking the way that it do Marlo that face that wig mm. I, I don't know um, so then they started handing out awards um, they nominated Marlo and Tanya for the thirst award um, and then Kenya started shading Marlo, and then Yovana starts speaking up for Nini, and then Portia shaded the fuck out of her, and mm. it was just ring around the 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 whole fucking group, just shading around from shade going from person to person, from bitch to bitch. And you know, Kenya, uh, she starts talking about her insecurities and not finding unconditional love, and it's like. I feel like at one point, maybe she thought whatever her and Mark agreed on was going to turn into something real. Because she does seem genuinely hurt. Now, that doesn't excuse you from being a bozo. Correct. But I do think it's kind of, I don't say gut-wrenching, but it's like, it's kind of sad. But I mean, you peppered the whole situation with being shady in the next breath. So it's kind of like, yeah, I mean. You kind of get what your hand caught. What are you going to do? You know? Yeah. What are you going to do? So that was pretty much that. Um, It's another fuck you to Marlo. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I just have for, to. For a while, you even it's definitely a get, You ain't going to get no props over here ever, bitch. Yeah. No for while, while Eva is definitely a bozo, it's still also fuck you too, Marlo. Cause it's oh, like it's forever fuck. It's forever fuck Marlo. She ain't gonna. I don't never had nothing good to say about that scamming ass bitch. I yeah. don't truly know why she's on this show. To be perfectly goddamn honest, she, she ain't never been nobody's wife. At least, a, it, at least a good part of the bitches on the show have been married at some point. Mm. She literally there to kick up shit. I guess since they ain't bringing Sheree back, they need somebody else to come on and be the bone collector. But we don't, we don't need. That. We don't want her. Though. I would take Sheree back. Give me Honestly, an OG yeah. back. I would have much rather have Sheree back. than Marlo. Get anybody like I'll take Sheree back. You could keep Kim Zosiak, and I don't know why Marlo is here. Marlo is a glorified Scam. mistress and side chick. What? Yeah. I, if you and if you're gonna be here, tell us about them escapades, bitch. I don't need you kicking up dust <laughs> between 50 year old Nini and 50 year old Cynthia. Yeah. 
and like, thirty something year old Eva. Like, how many times are you gonna remind us that Eva and her husband are allegedly living above <laughs> their means? They living above their means, but bitch, you live under white men. So it's like, well, what is truth? Mm. Hey, so Candace, you say she need to come on here and be the diva Monroe. She need to do something. She need to make it worth <laughs> our while because trying to get uh, senior citizens to to fix their friendships is not is useless to me. I don't give a fuck if Cynthia and Nene never speak again. Yeah, truly. Tell us how you amassed all of the shit that you have amassed from sucking old white dick. Put mm. put put us on to game, bitch. Yeah. yeah tell us how like to be Marlo, a good sugar baby, bitch. But I, the other shit you doing, I don't care for it. Like it, Marlo, it you need to all, be on my TV screen. Marlo, you all walking six brown chick question without the maga. Well, you fuck white man, so maybe with the maga. But still, there's a market mm. there. This other shit you doing, we don't need. Damn, bitch, you drinking maga? Mm. Well, I mean, she fuck white man, so damn, bitch, over the magic with cock. <laughs> Maga, mm, maga mm. magic juice, I guess. Mm. Maga cock. Maga, maga sperm, right? Mm. Well, that's it for Real Housewives. Ooh, Next ooh, up. Ooh. Well, keeping it in Atlanta, keeping up with some bozo bitches, let's talk about Marriage to Medicine. Uh, season <laughs> 7, episode <laughs> 12. <laughs> Revenge of the Sipping Paint, which, okay. Um... So they pick up where the last episode left off with that all at the table with these messy ass questions that Cecil and uh Simone them made. Which honestly I appreciate them standing up in the fact that it was messy. I if you're gonna be messy, stand up in it. I can appreciate that. But it's still picking up and they get on Scott and Contessa. And Contessa you know Bozo bitch of the century guy. What is wrong with you, stupid? Bitch, yes, yes. leave us, leave me and my friends and my family alone, bitch. We don't want to be bothered with you no more. You are a self-centered, selfish ass bitch who sat up there and has. Oh my god! When this bitch said I wanted to stay in the military, um, but I had to get out because Scott said he wasn't uprooting his life no more after he's done it multiple times. And y'all had two kids at the time. So, like, really, you really mad that you... And you've resented him ever since. That's, right. So this, that's this where all got, of this is stemming from. Right. This shit ain't got shit to do with you doing about school. This shit ain't got... This got everything to do with you resenting this man for putting family, which includes your stupid ass, first, and not catering to your women. Contessa, you really need your face slapped. Now, I am befuddled, bewildered, confused at how much of a bozo you have shown to be this season but you know what you i'm get- not even confused about her being a bozo anymore candace just said it she's selfish she narcissistic yeah. she's se- she yeah. has a weird definition of what support means because to her it say, seems what? support means do, do everything i say with whatever i say and mm-hmm. if you don't support me the way that i want to be supported meaning you let me do what i want to do then you've never been supportive meanwhile that man has never stopped you from doing anything except uprooting y'all's family because he didn't want that life not everybody wants to live hey, that military go, life here go buffy married the motherfucking colonel sanders Ooh, trying to give some advice i wish you would sit the fuck down and you too motherfucking heavenly talking about you just got to support her more at what point does he have to support her 
at the cost of himself. To the point that it, yeah, at the cost of himself and, and their, their kids. Yeah, that's the crazy part. Curtis said this. Uh, I want to say Curtis said this in the group chat. He seems to be the only one that considers the overall effect that their decisions will have on the kids. Yeah, her. I want to do it, so I'm doing it. I don't care. I don't give a fuck what happened with you and the kids. Y'all just can bend to my will. You supposed to just like, figure girl, it out. Fuck you. And that's when how this you're bitch important. said. When this bitch said he never once brought the kids to see Ooh, me. Ooh, nigga, let me tell you something. Bitch, listen. What me, fucking listen. sense does that make? It's not Go even ahead. that. Everything and y'all that y'all have presented to us, the agreement was you would go to Memphis, go to school four days a week, and then you would come back and spend the weekends. That was the agreement. And then if we take it farther on the points that Candace made in the pregame, only one of y'all is working. It is infinitely cheaper for one person to fly or drive back and forth from Memphis versus four. Y'all got three kids. So now I you want him to wrangle kids. three it's, kids it's, and three try. Kids what you think this is? Home two. alone? On top of over him the, being a single listen, parent while you gone. Over the age of two, which means y'all are paying adult airfare for all three kids. So we're talking adult airfare for four people. We're talking about eating and getting shit in the airport. We're talking about renting a car so we can get back and forth when we get to Memphis or Nashville or wherever the fuck she at. Then, like, girl, that is a lot of money on one income. Even if it's a great income. And as, as selfish as you are, Contessa, I highly doubt that you are forking over your Bravo paychecks for that for ever for the family. I, you you, you on, definitely seem like one of them bitches who my money is my money and your money is our money. So a Twitter bitch, basically. Yeah. Because mm. that's exactly but, what you're acting like. But that, and that's how you come across. There is like, again, what more do you want from Scott? When you, Before y'all had children, he had no issue uprooting his life and coming to where you Leave are while you were in the military. Multiple long-distance relationships. My yeah, nigga. multiple long distance relationships. Y- y'all literally did not live together for the first time until y'all got married. Not even. He it was said a year that herself. after y'all got married. Yeah, y'all did not. So, like, what do you want from this man? What for What her, is it for that. For him to kiss her ass? And he, he seems like he's not doing it. And it's a. It, and he should. should go up and go chase after Chase after her for what? What he wrong for? Not a guy. Anybody. Somebody. Tell me what he wrong for. Listen, because she hear, has admitted out her own mouth. This Scott has uprooted his life for her several times. Like all of the stuff that she said to Buffy, none of that was making Scott look bad. None of it. And Literally all of it made her pretty. look bad. Trying to play double standard. Girl, we're not talking about every woman. We're talking about one man and one woman and one woman being a selfish motherfucker and a bozo. And, that she- and imagine her being such a weirdo and a bozo that she thinks that the other husbands support their wives more than scott has supported her have you met the other husbands two of them are cheaters listen two of them one of them put his hands on his wife as they was breaking up yeah one of them scared of his wife and we'll get to that in a little bit and he finally broke free but still like i don't even know if he's scared of her i think he's just sick of her shit <laughs> well we'll get he, he's been fine up until he like bitch i just want to have a fucking drink listen i want to have fun and I'm so sick of Heavenly trying to downplay what happened at the sipping, sipping paint. I, I, listen, I, we'll, we'll get there. But Contessa, you are just a selfish motherfucker. And I, honestly, I, if, if Scott were to divorce you, I would not be mad. He not going to divorce her. He not. But if he was, I would not be mad. But he not. You're right. He not. I mean, I think that's a little extreme. 
is she just she need a wake up call and it's gonna come sooner or later now it might take scott leaving a note in the hallway and she gotta chase his ass around georgia but (laughs) 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 you know i think she just needs a wake-up call but i don't know if it's gonna come anytime soon because she seems very adamant on doubling down Mm-hmm. on what she's saying because she oh, feels like I, she is not wrong i just thought about it. we didn't even got to the part where whatever whenever she gonna they're gonna be in the next therapy session where she, she telling the therapist he turned the kids against me i we ain't even got that far yet God yeah damn. that's the next episode oh contessa you just curtis said it but it bears repeating how you go from one of the generally more like at least among us three on the cast to just the bottom of the barrel like god damn i mean her true colors are starting to show yeah, and that's the unfortunate thing. Like, even when you're rooting for somebody, when the, the the true person starts to bubble up to the surface, it's not really much you can do but accept what's there. I, I'm not saying that you don't have a chance to redeem yourself, but at this point, yeah, at the rate and the trajectory, yeah, at the trajectory trajectory she's going, it's going all downhill from here. Did all that shit and spent fifteen thousand dollars on that goddamn birthday party and didn't solve shit. Mm. And that's on you. That ain't on Scott. But yet still blaming Scott. Like when she got up, when he, like what pissed me off when he said, like, I I do support my wife, but we have problems. When she got up, nigga, I, I got pissed off. Started <laughs> crying and y'all. doing all that shit. Like, girl, you like putting you a lot of sauce on this. You putting a lot of sauce when you weren't the one doing the cooking and your dish is trash. But anyway. And then not only that, to, just to punctuate the point, the next day after that, what what's Scott doing on the phone with the kids checking on them and they auntie? What Contessa doing by herself on the computer? You know I'm a, I'm gonna say this and see how y'all feel about it, but I think that there's some part I don't know how big of a part it is, but I think there's a part of Contessa that resents them kids, resents having mm. those kids. Yeah, I do too. Not to say she don't love them and she wouldn't do anything for them. But you can see the resentment uh, just leaking to, out because she, she wants, wants to be able to do what she life. wants to do when she yeah, wants to she do wants, it. She wants a carefree life. And the thing is, this reminds me of that super crazy letter somebody posted on Twitter from Reddit with the dad who said he hate that he ever had kids and he should have oh, yeah. walked away. That's That's the kind of vibe she's giving me. Not nearly to that extent. But it's one of those things where, like, she knew he wanted kids, so she knew they that she had to give him kids or they wouldn't be together. And instead of saying, you know what, maybe I just got to take this loss and find somebody that wants exactly what I want and I want exactly what they want, um, she start having kids. And it's just mm. kind of like, it's not going to change. If you didn't want kids before, you're not going to want kids after you have kids. You, you probably going to want them less because of the amount of work and money you're going to spend to raise them. So I just, yeah, I definitely agree with you, Curtis. She gives me like resentment vibes towards her kids. And she doesn't know what to do with the resentment. So she is unloading it on Scott. And that's not, especially when the kids, when like, at first, I guess it's easier to pack away your resentment when you are, in the thick of it daily because your kids happy to see you mommy 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 i love you mommy hug mommy kiss mommy can you help me with this mommy knowing that they need you and they're happy to see you but now that she sees that life has gone on with her not being there 
now that resentment is creeping back up to the surface again because them kids like shit you ain't here so what the fuck you want us to do and that ain't got nothing to do with scott that's just kids being observant like motherfucker you not here yeah yeah absolutely and that's not fair to scott so katissa you can continue to eat shit like you just want yeah. bozo ass selfish ass bozo bitch and i i hate to see it i truly do but suffer girl um so they end that they they go their separate ways for the next day um, the ladies are holding something. They're going to get together and hold something for Quad. And the men are going to get together. And obviously, they're going to the damn strip club. I mean, I don't even know why they tried, why Cecil tried to feign this like they weren't going to the strip club. But, sir, like everybody can see the writing on the wall. Like, Destiny's niggas, well, no, let me not say that. But y'all were going to the strip club. Like, come on. Um, but they host a living single theme for Quad, you know, obviously because she's single. Um, but before everybody gets there, Jackie apologizes to Buffy, which she needed to because she was a bozo. Um, and hopefully we won't see none of this ever again. Um, and then Quad, everybody gets there, they bring Quad this ugly ass crown that Simone, that Simone bought, and that shit was ugly. That that goddamn crown was 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 trash. It was flail. It looked like it looked like a physical representation of Alex back when C's and Teddy jumped him. Uh, but whatever. Um, so they, they start that. getting to they start playing fuck Mary Kill. Yeah. The only thing that I really took away from this is that Jackie said that she would choke Tiger Woods because Curtis played golf, watched golf all the time. And I was like, Jackie, is it because of the golf or is it because Tiger Woods cheated just like your husband? Probably both. Mm. They So they asked Quad heavenly answers for her talking about Common. Then she says that Quad has already fucked Common. And all the girls is like, wait, what? And Quad is like, I ain't never fucked that man. And so then I got to dig in and found an interview where they asked Quad about that. And she basically let ripped uh, heavenly to shreds and was like, how are you, my friend, doing stuff like that? She was like, one, it is absolutely not true. Um, I am friends with Common's girlfriend, Angela Rye, and thus I've been around Common um, but I've never had any romantic dealings with Common. She's like, but why would you risk my professional reputation and my friendship with the next woman to for some ratings? Mm. And this is the thing. I do not understand why these women try to find friendship in Heavenly. She is broken and battered. She has never dealt with her childhood trauma and how coldly she was treated by her father and mother and the abuse and shit like that. What kind of friendship do you think you gonna have with somebody like that? And she's portraying that out on all of y'all and showing her true colors for 84 years now. Because why are y'all always worried? Why why is Heavenly always worried about Quad Vagina? She, this is like vagina, a recurring yes. theme. Always worrying about who she fucking, when she fucking, how she fucking. Trying to is set her up with niggas too like go mind your underbite ass business, bitch. Listen, go chew through a chain link fence and worry about to leave everything else alone. Your Listen, kids don't have shit to do with you. Your your daughter can she cannot stand to be in the same room with you. Your reason. son don't even come home from college. He likes shit. I'm good on that. Get your affairs in order. Your shit not right. 
I don't care how you try to play it. Anybody with a half a brain who watches and pays attention can tell your home life is not what you saying it is. Get get a grip. Like seriously, get get a fucking grip. You and are just to punctuate that, Candace, because honestly, the rest of the shit I really didn't care about. Just to punctuate that, when the men go out to the strip club and have a good time, and especially Damon, because he's like, look, I've been listening to what you say for 84 years. This is one my one chance, one night only, for me to have some fun. And everybody, all the women are cool with them, they men going out to the strip club, except for Heaven. She threw a goddamn Heavenly. tantrum. Listen, Heavenly. Heavenly went full. It's not right, but it's okay. Curtis. Let me say this. <laughs> she them bitches was on Damon because Damon looks like a trick. I mean the the fat quiet nigga who you think they finna gravitate towards in the strip club. Yeah, he looked like a fucking Myron. <laughs> real was real was get the reference. They know, and I'm not saying he is, but what I'm saying is, in the grand scheme of things, if he you line the, the man up. He he looks like a typical nigga that don't get pussy, don't get bitches, and will throw all his money at you at the strip club. Listen, let me tell you something. Be entranced with you. Let let me tell you something. Aiden's marsupial-looking ass was looking more comfortable in the strip club than fucking Damon was. Than Damon. (laughs) So, yes, that's who they they gravitated towards, the nigga that looks like he quiet and will spend every dollar in his pocket. It is not because he is some fine motherfucker. He ain't no Ryan Henry. Ain't none of them what well, none of them Mexican bitches trying to go home with Damon. They, they wanted to get a dance job. off of him and some singles. What are you doing? I just don't want nobody man. looking at him. No, no, it's, Candace, specifically them hoes. Like she is so internally massaging. I don't want them hoes looking at him. Trust me, they wasn't. They was looking for the green, baby. Mm. He 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 was black, but they was only there for the green, sweetheart. Not what was in between. Hello. I mean, one of them did offer him sex, but of he was gonna have to pay for it. Would have come right. with a premium, premium pussy. Yeah, mm. pussy payments. <laughs> I'm waiting on it. Pussy payments back. <laughs> ching, ching. Going out the going out the country with it. Mm. Pesos, pussy pesos. Pussy. Okay, that's the show title, Candace. Fuck that. That's the show. <laughs> pussy pesos. <laughs> I was just sitting there like, who the fuck wants Damon? Like, oh, seriously, man. if we, like, Curtis, me and you, if we lined all the men up, at what point, like, Damon and fucking Aiden is going to be, and Curtis is at the bottom of the fucking totem pole. Mm-hmm. I'm either going for Cecil or Scott. No other choices to be had. Eugene don't even count. Ooh. Damn. I didn't even consider him or a Buffy husband. Damn, they oh, wasn't Dr. even running for me. Yeah, no. Yeah, oh, he do Curtis. look like Doctor Robotnik. <laughs> Curtis, he do, he do, he do. Like when, what, like when they went, when Sonic went 3D and they named him Doctor Eggman. Yeah, yeah, he do. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. that's Doctor Robotnik. So I yeah. was just kind of like, you insecure, mm-hmm. you petty. Don't nobody mm-hmm. want your husband but you. Them bitches don't know that y'all that they doctors and shit. So ain't nobody trying to slither him from up under you. Like, give it a fucking rest. Like you, you got some shit with you, Heavenly. Mm. No, I know that. 
and projecting every all that shit on everybody else. Like, girl, relax. Damon, That's all she do. Damon, Damon has already confined himself to his internal damnation of being your wife. So you don't have to worry about that man going anywhere. Please relax. Please. At all. He don't want to go nowhere. I keep telling y'all, he right where he want to be. As insufferable as heavenly is, it don't bother him. And we do, we don't need to project that onto him because I don't want him to leave her. I don't want that loose in the world. Right. It's bad enough that we have to suffer her with a husband. Can you imagine how bad she would be if she was single? Ooh, I don't play with demons, friend. Exactly. Mm-mm. Don't wish that on the world. That's one of the seven plagues. We don't need that. The seven sins. <laughs> I'm telling you, that's Pandora's box. <laughs> Pandora's jaw. Right. Pandora's overbite. Mm. Or underbite, I guess, in her case. Mm. Ching, ching. But yeah, it ended with Heavenly being mad and throwing hell, raising hell, which I mean, again. Hey, when Damon said, you look nice, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) The fact that her nickname is Buddy, I just... mm. I know it's some strange things that be going on in that bedroom. And I, 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 I don't, it probably, I it too, probably you know. looks strange, smells Smell, strange, sounds strange. I don't want to play with demons, friends. So with that, we're going to end this episode. That was pretty much all that happened for Merit to Medicine. True. So before we get out of here, you guys, make sure that you are gearing up to get your tickets to the live show. Look, ain't going to be no live show if y'all don't buy these tickets, all right? I get Christmas is coming, so, you know, do what you got to do, but we got to be practical about these things. So we hope that you will buy tickets because we do want to come and entertain y'all live and in color, full effect. And I think that's it. Oh, leave us some more ratings and reviews on Apple Podcasts. Please. You know, help us out in that respect. If you haven't already, you know, leave us a five-star review. You don't need to go all the way to Apple podcast to tell us that you don't like us. You can just DM us. It's fine. We may don't not even DM drag me, you for bitch, it. Cause I'm going to cut you out. <laughs> I, I wasn't saying don't know. Don't email. Don't DM me on my personal. Cause no, that's not going to work. Oh, Okay. No, yeah. no, don't do that. I mean, I don't even, even know if I can even, accept DMs from strangers. So even keep your, even keep your, uh, your, disrespectful uh criticism off the show pages if you can't tell us how to improve and do it in a way that your your message gets across um respectfully just don't say shit just don't listen that's yeah please leave us alone if you don't like us us please leave us alone but if you have if you have valid criticism and things that you think we can improve on or work on or things you want to hear show shit uh show suggestions or anything else please let us know yeah, um, because yeah. growing up, hip hop is back, but I don't. I watched the first episode, y'all, and from what I watched, it's not worth really discussing because it seems so scripted, mm. like super scripted. Like we, I'm talking about uh, Lil Romeo and Angela Simmons beefing. What the fuck what? reason do Angela Simmons and Little Romeo have to be beefing about on the first episode of the new season? Like it felt really contrived, really scripted, mm. really yeah, useless. Fit, from what you're saying, it feel like they're playing in our faces. Mm. Yeah, well, they, I, got yeah a place I watched where the he first episode. Beef. Mm. <laughs> Hello. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna still keep watching if it picks up or something. You know, I keep keep us posted, or maybe you know, if if y'all really want to treat, maybe I'll put it something on the patreon a video review of how i felt the season was or episodes are or something and y'all should you know subscribe to the patreon you get a lot starting at five dollars 
Or you can just make a donation because you fuck with us, you want this live show to go off without a hitch, or you can buy some merch, whatever the case may be. Um, but I'll keep you posted. But that first episode, I just kind of was sitting there like, yo, what? And that was it. So. Mm. Yeah. Alrighty then, folks. We are out of here. We'll see y'all next week. Peace. Peace.